0: 720 WGN. This is the Lisa Den show and Tuesdays are always special because Tom Skilling joins us and Tom you landed on a day where we actually got some snow, which makes it one of my favorite days, but not too
1: much here in the city. Well, you know, how nice to hear that, Lisa. So many people say, ah, you know, snow, I could do without it. But it is kind of interesting to see the first snow of the season. It hasn't occurred or stuck up and down the lakefront. It's been snowing, but uh, the winds are coming off the 50-degree lake waters, so we've kept the air temperatures uh, above freezing. But you go a little bit inland, and they've had up to three and a half inches of snow in the Plainfield, parts of the Naperville area, and also around LaGrange. Uh, so it's kind of interesting the way it's laid out, even though uh, some areas out there have gotten up to three, three and a half inches. Most areas have had somewhere between five tenths of an inch to an inch and a half. And at Midway, it's seven tenths of an inch that's gone on the books and nine tenths of an inch at O'Hare Field officially. So that,
0: it's going to melt, right? It's just that type of wet snow that's going to be gone yeah. by tomorrow.
1: In fact, it's melting right now. You know, Frank Wachowski, who measures the snow officially at Midway Airport, uses what's called a snowboard, which is a white board on which uh, the snow falls, and then Frank measures it there. He tells me that uh, it's all but melted on his snowboard, even though he's got about seven-tenths of an inch that's come down out of this. So the temps have eased above freezing, and I think uh, the melding, even though there's falling snow, is going on around the area right now and probably will uh, do so the rest of the afternoon i'll tell you the area that uh, may pick up some significant snow and that is once the lake effect snow machine turns on over in parts of northwest indiana and western lower michigan that's most likely to occur uh, later wednesday morning and wednesday afternoon and into wednesday night early thursday so they have a winter storm watch in effect, from Laporte County, Indiana, eastward into Berrien County and southwest uh, lower Michigan. And that's the area where once the winds turn northwest and bring the cold air off the warm lake waters, which will happen tomorrow and tomorrow night, they can pick up some additional snow. And we may get, you know, we're going to have off and on snow tonight and tomorrow in Chicago. And in the darkness of the night, we may get some modest additional accumulations here in northeast illinois but they're not going to amount to much more than a half an inch to an inch additional snowfall so essentially what we've got now lisa is what we've what we're going to get and it's come six weeks earlier than the first measurable snow last year mm. which, uh, yeah because last something?
0: year i remember it we didn't even get our first
1: measurable snow until after christmas right You're right yeah december 28th and 29th we uh, put down about 1.9 inches at Midway Airport, extraordinarily late for measurable snow, because the first measurable snow typically occurs on or about November 8th. And I w- was asking my colleague, Mark Carroll, to check on when we've gotten, what's the average date for the first inch and the average date for the first three inches of snow? And Mark checked that out. Since 1972, the first inch of snow has occurred on or about, december 5th and the first three inch snow in that period since 1972 has occurred um uh, on or about christmas day december 25th Mm, so
0: So we're we're early and this is uh what is it uh la nina winter yeah. yeah okay so we we could get more snow or more precipitation right
1: yeah la nina winters tend to be wetter than average but uh not all of them produce their precipitation as snow so it'll be interesting to see and it's I'd also caution, even though this has come early, I think a lot of folks think, "Uh uh-oh, you know, what's that mean for the winter? It doesn't necessarily, what happens in these early weeks of the cold season, doesn't necessarily reflect on the cold season coming up. It can, but not necessarily. Uh, So we shouldn't draw too many conclusions yet. And Uh, and
0: (laughs) what about the, the temperatures? They feel like they've been warmer. Am
1: I wrong about that? No, you are absolutely right. In fact, the month so far is running about 8 degrees above normal. You know, we had an extraordinarily warm start to November right up through last Friday. And then the bottom dropped down. And since then, we've averaged about 8 degrees below normal. And we've got some really chilly air by early season standards coming on Friday and Saturday. Um, That jet stream is going to blow right in from the uh, Arctic. Uh, out of Canada into the Midwest, and that'll deliver uh, daytime highs in the 20s uh, for Friday and Saturday. And readings like that are almost 20 degrees below normal for this time of the year. Uh, fortunately, next week we'll stay cooler than normal going into it, but by later in the week, we ought to be a little above normal again, and then see another dump of cold air the following week. So um, we're in kind of a cool pattern here, but that's very different than what we started the month with around here.
0: My pig gets a new house coming up, I would think, maybe a week from, well, hopefully before Thanksgiving. And I'm telling you what, that cold weather, if we get Arctic air this weekend, she's going to be in the house because she does not like the cold weather. And my husband doesn't like her in the house, Tom. Would you like a pig in your house?
1: Oh, absolutely. In fact, uh, uh, Penny is right here sitting watching me as I work out of the home <laughs> winter office to talk to you, she says uh, she'd love to have her come over. So... Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: (laughs) I love that about you. Tom Skilling, the most beloved meteorologist in Chicago from WGN-TV, is on the Lisa Dent Show. It is brought to you by Permaseal Basement Systems. We're going to talk about the global population hitting 8 billion and more weather on the way next. 720 WGN. Terry Savage joins us after 4 o'clock. So if you have questions, send us a text at 312-981-7200. Everybody's always got questions because at this moment, everybody's worried about money, Tom.
1: Oh, Terry. And Terry is, uh, you know, uh, number one in our books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's interesting to hear what she has to say. We are worried about it. Yeah.
0: Have you had any problem finding a turkey? Because story after story says uh, turkeys are, you know, hard to find. They're very expensive. But every time I go to the grocery store, I see them and they're always offering a deal. Have you had trouble seeing them, finding them? Do you even eat turkey? uh,
1: I'll tell you something, Lisa. I, I usually depend on somebody else to cook the turkey. Uh, they give us a, a turkey over at uh, a turkey dinner at the station, which is really nice. So I haven't been out there in the market for it. That's interesting. But I've been reading about that and the fact the prices are way up this year. So, um, what have you found? Have you had trouble?
0: No, I haven't. And I've been in some stores where, you know, they have something, if you buy this ham, you get this turkey for a penny a pound. I I know the avian flu kind of played into the shortage of turkeys, but there just doesn't seem to be that big of a shortage. And,
1: you know, it looks like there's deals here and there. That would be, you know, that's good, because what would Thanksgiving be without turkey? Although I know, you know, some people have hams and, and other things, but, I don't know turkey and thanksgiving just seem to go together inseparably.
0: They right? do. Hey, did you see the story today that today the world is hitting 8 billion people? Wow. 8 billion. Wow. And they say that we will hit 9 billion by 2037. And then the U.N. projects the global population will peak at about 10.4 billion in the 2080s and remain at that level until 2100, which wow. I have not given 2080s or 2100 any thought whatsoever, because there is not a chance I will be here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, it does seem kind of abstract, doesn't it? Uh, you know, and yet you know, what we do today affects, you know, what will affect future generations out, out at 2080 that's very interesting you know it's interesting i remember in my climatology courses i'm always saying my professors saying that you know we've come to this incredible population during what appears to be one of the most stable eras in climate uh on the planet i, I think we take for granted the conditions we have but of course you know that that enables us uh, to have a water supply and a food supply and there are changes going on. That's part of the reason why the, the climate issue is uh, of concern, because the stability seems to have been shaken in some areas, you know, particularly the poor regions of the world. Um, and so it's very interesting. That's a lot of folks uh, to yeah. have on the plan.
0: Well, in yeah. India, and India added 180 million people, and they are set to surpass China as the world's most populate, populous nation next year.
1: Wow. You know, I'll I'll tell you, it makes us appreciate wide open spaces, doesn't it?
0: Oh, yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. And and what's interesting in this story, too, is they say there are 8 billion people on Earth today and we produce enough food to feed everyone, yet almost 830 million people face hunger
1: every day. Isn't that funny? You know, it's it's kind of a distribution problem. You know, another fact that I've been watching with interest, uh, Lisa, they say that, you know, about one billion new air conditioners will go online uh, because many of these areas are not air conditioned adequately. And so as people become more affluent, they want uh, air conditioning. And as the temperatures warm, it becomes more and more um, essential. But can you imagine adding one billion more air conditioners by 2030? That's that's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, I don't see that happening at all. Hey, how was your conversation with Gary Meyer last week?
1: Oh, I'll tell you, you know, that was fun. Gary and I have kept in touch over the years uh, and an interesting friendship has developed. (laughs) What makes it interesting? Why did you choose that word? Well, you know, you know, I think uh, my introduction to Gary was through the Tommy Skillethead character that was done for a long time. (laughs) And, uh, And, you know, we got to know each other. And it's just interesting. We hit it off. We found out Gary's wife was born in the same hospital I was born in, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, McGee Hospital. I was little. I don't remember it. I didn't live very long in the Pittsburgh area. My folks were from that area. But um, Gary always kind of believed that things happen for a reason, that it's all laid out in the universe uh, ahead of time. And when he found out that his wife and I, Cindy and I, had been born in the same hospital, albeit in different years, He said, see that? We were supposed to meet. You know, this friendship was supposed to happen. He he is
0: just a joy. He really is. If you missed it, he joined Dave Plyer. We're talking about radio icon. Gary Meyer joined Dave Plyer last Friday night. He jumped on my show for about 15 minutes. We had a grand time. And then he kept promoting the fact, Tom Skilling's coming on my show. Tom Skilling's coming on my show. And, of course, he called it his show.
1: (laughs) It's Really funny, Lisa. I, you know, I always felt maybe I was getting in the way. And Gary said to me, "I want to have you on my show," and we'd end up talking about all manner of things uh, beyond weather. And and I said, "Look, Gary, you know, you're the captain of this ship. If I ever get to be an anchor, cut me loose." You know, I don't. <laughs> he, says, he says, "No." I said, "I like to- talking to you." So we uh, we started doing that, and it was a lot of fun. I I wish I'd heard you guys. I was working at the same time, so I didn't hear your your exchange with Gary, but he's a—he's an interesting guy. He, he really is. He
0: is. It was a lot of fun. So, all right, Tom, what do we have to look forward to? Let's recap it for anybody who might have just turned on the radio about, you know, the snow and what we can look forward to this weekend.
1: Yeah, you know, Lisa, the big story is we'll have off and on snow. It's mixed with some rain along the lake this afternoon and tonight. I don't expect a huge amount of additional accumulation. It may look interesting at times, but we've moved above freezing. And uh, we've dropped the um, winter storm advisory for southern parts of our area. So this stuff will come and go uh, today, tonight, and tomorrow. And when the lake snow turns on over in parts of northwest Indiana from LaPorte County eastward tomorrow afternoon and night, there may be some significant additional accumulation there, but not on our side of the lake here in Chicago. Uh, And then later in the week, the cold air hits. Boy, it's going to get windy and really cold. We're talking about highs only in the 20s on uh, Friday and Saturday uh, at a time of the year when mid-40s are normal. So those readings will be 20 degrees uh, below normal, and we'll probably have single-digit wind chills parts of each of those days with nighttime lows in the teens. So keep the warm weather gear handy, and then look for attempts to kind of back off the coldest levels uh, later next week for a time.
0: Okay, well, if you take Penny out, you make sure she's got her coat on this weekend (laughs) because it's going to be cold.
1: Good idea. I think I've, Penny's here and she says, Thank you, Lisa. Thanks. <laughs> She's grateful for concern. I, I will do that for sure. Thank
0: Thanks, you, Tom. Lisa. Have a great day.
1: You too. Nice to talk to you, Lisa, always.
0: You will see Tom Skilling on WGN TV tonight.